Halloween has been a part of Western culture for a long time, but its meaning and importance have changed drastically over the course of the 20th century. So, how did this Christian holiday become such an enormous and commercialized social event? Today, we're heading down the basement stairs to uncover the horrifying secrets of how Halloween became commercialized. This video is brought to you by Hover, the most reliable domain name provider on the internet. Use the link below to get 10% off your custom domain name or email. October the 31st is actually one of the oldest celebrations in existence and originated as the last day of the Celtic calendar called Saun, meaning summer's end. It was a day to honor the dead as well as a harvest festival. When Christianity came to the British Isles in Northern Europe where the Celts lived, many pagan festivals were rebranded as Christian ones and October the 31st became O Hallow's Eve since the following day was All Saints' Day. The traditions of the previous festival, however, stuck around, like the idea of leaving out small gifts for the ghosts to keep your home protected, as well as dressing up in special outfits. The holiday took a while to grow in America and it didn't really emerge until the wave of Irish immigration caused by the Irish potato famine from the late 1840s. By the early 20th century, however, most of the gaulish spooky elements like fortune-telling and ghost stories were dropped. In most ways, Halloween had become a fairly secular family holiday, with parades and community events. It wasn't until the baby boom of the 1950s that it really became a big thing for kids, with trick-or-treating and all that. Over the second half of the 20th century, Halloween grew to become the most important holiday after Christmas, particularly from a commercial point of view, and in 2016, Americans spent almost $8.5 billion during the holiday. But how did it become so commercialized, and where is the money going? A survey from the National Retail Federation showed that in 2016, around $3 billion went on costumes, $2.5 billion on candy, a similar amount on decorations and then $400 million on greeting cards. And which company has a finger in all of these pumpkin-flavored pies? Walmart. They are the single biggest Halloween advertiser, spending $13.8 million during the 2016 Halloween season. They're certainly not the only driving force behind the holiday, but it's more than likely that the first sign of Halloween approaching will be seen in one of their stores. What's more, they're gonna get the knock-on benefit of advertising for many of the brands they sell, such as Skittles, Cheetos and Lunchables, all of which are prolific advertisers. Walmart also stock the three giants of Halloween, Mars, Hershey's and Ruby's. You probably know the first two, one of Hershey's brands is America's favorite candy, with over $500 million in sales annually. And for the candy industry in general, including Mars, about 8% of all sales come from Halloween. But who are Ruby's? Ruby's candy store was opened in Queens, New York back in 1951. During the 1950s they expanded into selling decorations and costumes, which eventually became the core of their business. By 1972, the company was called Ruby's Costumes and was making some of the most high-quality replica costumes in the US. This coincided with a new trend in America. In the early 70s, Halloween costume demand changed rapidly, from the traditional ghosts and witches to icons of the silver screen and comic book heroes. Big deals with Disney, DC Comics and Marvel 
were cut early on by another company, Ben Cooper, while Ruby's main rival Collegeville made Star Trek costumes and characters from various Warner Brothers cartoons. Ruby's would have never caught up if it weren't for a national tragedy. In 1982, seven people died mysteriously in the Chicago area and it was found that someone had been putting lethal doses of cyanide in Tylenol capsules, a popular painkilling drug. People were terrified, especially as the killer was never discovered, so they became mistrustful of many consumables, including candy. For several years, Halloween sales were abysmal, and many companies in the industry just failed. Ruby's dough had a lot of money in the bank, and survived, and in the 1990s they purchased what little remained of Ben Cooper and Collegeville, securing almost complete control over the world of licensed costumes. The movie studios were also big winners here. With costumes, they usually take a 8% cut of the retail price, which can amount to millions of dollars without really having to do anything. Of course, they do have to let Ruby's into their inner circle. The costume company is given sketches of movie characters before the studio even starts shooting, sometimes as much as two years in advance. Studios even give them basic plot details, so they can work out which characters are likely to be popular. They started doing that after a misunderstanding on Star Wars The Phantom Menace, where Ruby's overproduced costumes for Darth Maul because George Lucas forgot to mention that he'd shamelessly killed the best character in the whole movie. Today, Rubies are like the fortune tellers of American pop culture. They look at the movie industry, video games and politics to figure out which costumes will be popular. So, when October comes and customers rush into Sears and Walmart, they see the Wonder Woman outfit, the Donald Trump mask, the Pokemon suit, and think, yeah, that's just what I wanted. Now, if you look at the tangled web of Halloween promotion, it's difficult to say that one company is behind it all. It's likely, though, that Walmart are the biggest winners, since they are the point of sale for almost every type of Halloween purchase. And Walmart are actually doing a lot more than you might believe. This video has been largely about the US, but what about other countries? In the UK, Halloween has risen to become the third biggest holiday after Christmas and Easter, surpassing Valentine's Day. Just like in the US, costume and candy sales are on the rise, as is advertising. This trend began at the turn of the new millennium, right around the time when Walmart bought the second largest supermarket chain in the UK, Asda. In Japan, Halloween was almost non-existent back then, but now it's gaining real traction. Coincidentally, Walmart bought a big stake in Japanese supermarket Seiyu in 2003, and had completely taken it over five years later. Considering just how much power supermarkets have over what people see during their lives, we should give Walmart at least a little bit of credit. In any case, Halloween isn't going anywhere. In fact, it's most likely only going to get bigger in the future. Now, if you feel really festive this Halloween and want to host a party of your own, I've got the perfect suggestion. Making even a simple one-page website is gonna look way better than just having a Facebook page for it. But there's an important question. How are you gonna name it? You sure as hell are not gonna find an available.com address unless it's over 20 characters long, but there are actually many other extensions you can use with Hover. We have partnered with Hover to give you 10% off your custom domain name if you register it with the link below. And if you're doubting just how many custom domain extensions Hover has, well, let me tell you they have a lot. 
So, if you've been wondering what to name your next website, or if you just want to have an awesome email address, you should definitely head on over to hover.com slash businesscasual. Doing so will not only get you a 10% discount, but will also help us to continue making high-quality videos. Of course, I want to give huge thanks to all our patrons on Patreon, and to you for making it this far. Make sure to follow Business Casual on Facebook, Twitter and Reddit, and as always, stay smart. Thank you.